Welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. In a world where two fuckheads started a podcast <laughs> this summer, are you ready? Zach Robb, Griffin Cold Iron. In I think like ooh, actually like like a ooh. I say like I think I think like the actor name is said, and then there's like a line of dialogue. From oh, the okay, movie, okay, you know so, what I mean? Yeah. So okay, okay. So yeah. yeah so right, so do, in a world this summer. Zach Rob. If everyone just again in this building, the whole thing's gonna blow. Griffin Cold Iron. I told you for the last time we're out of limes. <laughs> this summer in episode sixty-eight. Title pending. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Zach. And I'm Griffin. And I think, Zach, that we need, instead of Thing 1, Thing 2 shirts, we need Fuckhead 1 and Fuckhead, fuckhead two. 2 shirts. Uh, well, yeah. if Yeah. We'll we'll work on it. We'll get merch. Our birthdays are close enough together. We can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am I am older, Junior. Wow. I know. I'd like to remind. By what? 20 days? Ni- ni- 19, 19 days. days. Yeah. You Jag. I know, but I got I got the I've got that you know age old wisdom on you. So this is like somehow worse than like the <laughs> twins who are like I'm four. Minutes I'm four older minutes than you. older. I've got nineteen days on you, buddy boy. Yeah, nineteen whole days. 19- and look at you, a married man. Yes. Oh, the maturity those 19, <laughs> 19 days have reaped. Uh, hey everyone, how are you doing? I hope that you're doing great. Welcome back to another episode. I'm very excited, Griff, because though this, I'm sure this will be a great episode. You know, we haven't done Mm -hmm. it yet. Yeah. I'm very excited for next episode. We gotta, we gotta really temper our expectations, though, because I have no idea what the hell next episode is gonna look like. As Griffin said, this is episode 68. So... 68. And I'm just saying, there's a number between 68 and 70 that we're... I, I'm a big fan. Oh, I love it so much, because, oh, it's just a number that every time... Yeah, there, there is a, an obligatory response that all must mm-hmm. do when this... No, when this and then another number that is between 419 and 421, come up mm-hmm. um and that is mm-hmm. of course nice nice uh so i'm very excited for next episode uh yeah we're, fi- we're we're figuring it out but hopefully it'll be something really special for you all if we can't figure something out we'll just do the what the McElroys did and just skip it until we get something that <laughs> so we just have it out of sequence very good so if next episode is in fact episode 70 just 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 be patient just, just be, be patient. patient that means we're cooking up something good for you not that if, if next one is 69 that we won't do something good for you oh yeah like it's it just be. it's just if it's not next time that means that there's some prep time involved in what it's we won't be spicy what we decide to to do 
we either do episode 70 or we do episode 68.5. Very good. Episode 68, 2. Yes. The second. That'd be funny. And we just turn the episode 68 into the Fast and the Furious mm. series? Episode 68, Junior. Episode 68, the, the, the threequel. Why, why, would we, why is it a threequel? Is there going to be a third I, one? I mean, maybe. Oh, man, who knows? They, depending on how the ratings for episode 68 go. Yeah, we like if it's got that that new hotness then yeah. like if not then the network will have to pull the plug on the project and mm-hmm. no one no one wants like, that really, to happen really really they should have done it by they now. should they really should have hey mr g I don't know how you've let us do this for this long anyway <laughs> we are back on our bullshit once again and we are coming to you with some of that hot ninth world content that's right we're sparking up the the the, the gate to the uh, to the uh, ninth world and uh, we're going to find just some real terrible pals one billion years into the future. <clears throat> this summer. I do know. I, I, I'm i behind on imprinted echoes. Um, As am I. Ghostlight Media's Numenera Ninth World actual play podcast. Of course. But I do know that some things that we've talked about on our Ninth World episodes have made appearances in imprinted echoes. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. So if these things we talk about have already made appearances, hey, then maybe you know about them already. And if not, hey, Zan. Here's some ideas. Throw them at people. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, what's the first thing on the list? So the first one, um, I'm assuming is Eben, but I also want to say Ebon. Ebon. So I think it's Eben. Yeah. So this thing is like a chitinous, praying mantis mer person. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. No, it's got like a, a pretty like you know classic like torso shoulders set up. Mm-hmm. But it's got this big bug head, <laughs> and then kind of like winged praying mantis fin arm things, and then yeah, and then just a like, big long like lower half is a long tail. The the like claw appendages or like the fin appendages are like halfway between fins and like Scyther's claws. Scyther. <laughs> uh yeah, and it's it's face is got yeah it's a big old buggy face. It's kind it's of some well. It, it's kind of got like that mind flayer shaped head, but like instead of the yeah. tentacles on the front, they're just like either pincers or big spikies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, let us uh, let's dive in. Like the shadow of a shadow. That would make sense, Eben. Like like Eben. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. like it's like dark and black. Yeah. Yes, an Eben slips through the water soundlessly, noiselessly, and nearly imperceptible. Imperceptibly, that's the word. Yeah. Sorry, I gotta do the movie voice. This seems like movie voice time. Streamlined and sleek. Okay. They are designed to be the perfect hunters. <laughs> they can move from a still float to a prey dive in less than a second, thanks to their elongated finned arms and strong tails. This is like if the guy who does the movie voices was suddenly on Animal Planet. Oh yeah, like pl- some <laughs> fucking Planet Earth shit. Anyway, they hunt and eat almost constantly as they require large amounts of food, particularly fat, to food their revving metabolisms. I've never heard of a metabolism uh, 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 described as revving, but I'm here for it. Mm, I'm hungry. Num. Hum. Num, num, num. Num, 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 num. <laughs> <laughs> hum. Num, 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 num. 
Ebons fight among themselves constantly for power, position, and the best bits of food. They often start eating their prey before it's completely dead to ensure that they get the choice bits before any member of their pack swoops in for the steal. Oh, some choice bits. Some choice bits, baby. Additionally, the sooner they eat after an attack, the more of their own poison they ingest, which temporarily increases their toxicity. What? Oh. So, like... They poison something by attacking it, and then they eat it, and just re-ingest their own poison? Crazy. Okay. (laughs) Their environment is anywhere in the ocean. Great. Love that. So the day's real fast. Day's real stealthy. Uh, In combat, Evans hunt in loose packs of two or three creatures. When they see or sense something they desire, they zoom toward it wrap their fin arms and tails around it, and sting it repeatedly with their poisonous vib- mm. vibrissae. I'm, I'm a fan of vibrissae. Vibrissae. Right. Thank you for saving me with the definitions all the time, Fred. Uh, you, you know me, son. Vibr- huh? Vibrissae. Vibrissae. The Google lady says vibrissae. Thanks, Google lady. Long, stiff hairs growing around the mouth or elsewhere on the faces of mammals used as organs of touch, otherwise more colloquially known as whiskers. Oh. Huh. So they got poison whiskers. Poison whiskers. In their first attack, Evans wrap and poison their prey. If this attack is successful, they inflict a whole bunch of damage, including, I'm assuming, sticking damage as well as poison damage. Um, either way, the Evans' grasp increases the difficulty of the victims uh, oh, well, as they try to get away. Oh, man. This is bad. Uh, interactions. Let's see. Evans are clever predatory animals that do not negotiate. Cool. They may flee in the face of a superior show of force, at least until they regroup and return in greater numbers. Nice. Great. Oh, oh the squad shows up. Yeah, man. There's a little bit of great uh, italicized text on the side just below the uh, size chart. In some areas of the world, Ebons are a myth, a bedtime story to scare children. And those stories, they're called Death Shades. Ooh. Wait, I'm going to try that in a different... <clears throat> death Shades. Oh, oh movie voice. <clears throat> movie voice. Death Shades. I don't know. I think I'm a fan of two. Death Shades. I, that's good. I like. That's got some. That's got some. Some. Uh, some mystique. All right. I, I like the mystique. But yeah, yeah. So these things are spooky hunters that hide. I love them. They hide real good. They're like. They're like. Uh, they're like blades that cut through the water. And then they got poisoned whiskers. Poisoned whiskers. Yes. I love that. Gotta love a good poisoned whisker. You think? Hmm. I know it's been a little while, but Zach. Yeah. You think there's good eats? Um, I would say the they got all that poison. I, I try to avoid like venomous things. Yeah, but like blowfish are like really poisonous. That's fair. And you can prepare a blowfish in a way that like doesn't kill That's you. That's fair. If if someone knows the the the, the biology and knows how to you know the de boy de ven- venom sack an ebon. <laughs> Then maybe ungland the ven- the, uh, 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 the uh, ebon. Ungland- unglanding the ebon, Menelis' third favorite band. Yeah, but yeah, no, they they probably had like that good like crab meat in there. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like you crunch that little chitinous crunch, and then there's probably some some, and like all the fat that they eat, like that's a a, a breakfast cereal somewhere. Chitinous what crunch. Is? 
<laughs> wow, kids, make sure to get to pick up a box of Kindness Crunch today. It's the it's what Captain Crunch is like four parallel universes over. Yeah, when he's you know like a like a beetle man. Yeah, it's like it's like it's in our universe it's Captain Crunch. You go one over, it's Captain Crunch. In like three over, yeah. it's like Colonel Crunch. Yeah, but but the the same like like dimension that Kitness Crunch is a thing. There's mm-hmm. a separate timeline. Where instead it's called Captain Kitens. Ooh. So, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's complicated. And it's made by Evans. But it's made Not by from Evans, but made by, by Evans. Evans, yes. By Evans they've, for Evans. They've got a cool underwater factory where they make Kitens Crunch. Yeah, you might think, you know, with the with the, the fin arms, it's a little hard, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know that, de- that dexterity, but um, no, they make it work. They can slice everything up really nice. You got the long kind of scoop to like you know portion things off with. Oh yeah, it's great. They're they're really and they work well as an effective team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is good audio. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think so. So yeah, I, that's a, that's Evans. You that's know? Evans. Evans. They're 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 hey they're they're dark. They're stealthy. They make a hell of a good box of cereal and mm-hmm. um. If you would like to try uh, Captain Kitens and or Kitens Crunch, uh, you can check it out at Fisher Foods. <laughs> do you have Fisher? You can, do you have Fisher Foods in in Dayton? Oh, is this a real thing? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a grocery store chain. It's a pretty no. small grocery store chain, but what about Let's Marks? See. What's the? No, you don't have Marks either. No shit. Do you ever have a? You ever been to a Food Lion? Yes. I have been to a food a, line. What about a giant eagle? Oh, yeah, we have giant. We have the giant eagle. What, what about, about Cub Foods? Yeah, they had. We had a Cub. God food. We, damn we it! A, I we, got nothing. We had. A, what about uh? What about apples? What are What are all these places? <laughs> They're grocery store chains that were at least in my area of Ohio. No, <laughs> never yeah. had them. Yeah, we had a Cub Foods in Minnesota. So really, yeah, that's where the like the oh, state cool. that where like the the good liquor store was was in Cub oh. Foods. Interesting, because that was the grocery store that was near my grandma's when I was a kid. Yeah. So, like, I have a you know, kid colored glasses. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at that, looking at that cup food. Yeah. But yeah, no, we got Giant Eagle. You know that one. Yeah. Food line was always my favorite because just like, what does that even mean? Yeah, it's it's a line. It's got food. What uh, the f- what the fuck's a food line? Uh, uh, any line that's very hungry, which is granted most lines, I think. We need to do an episode about like the giant eagle, the food line. Yeah, like <laughs> about brand creatures like Tony the Tiger and, and a food lion. All right, added to the list. All right. Beautiful. Uh but other than that, I think it's Evans. Uh if we're ready to scoot on over to our next one. Yeah. Uh, oh god, I forgot what I picked. <laughs> Uh, up next as a, a good old friend from the ninth world, we have the Vuranin. Oh, man. That's a name. The, the Veranine. Uh, Veranines look like big bipedal dinosaurs with, like, fucking thunder thighs. Oh, yeah. No, they got some. They're fucking thick. And little kind of T-Rex arms with worms for fingers. Yeah. Ugh. It's a dinosaur. It's a dinosaur. Uh, 
Um, I know all about these now uh, from my work at the Institute. Oh, yes, the Institute. Tall and muscular, Veranine are bipedal predators. These omnivores eat whatever they can chase down, be that small lizards and rodents, or larger creatures like humans or ravage bears. God, we need to talk about those, whatever they are. Yeah, it's on page oh, two, 254, so we'll check well, it out as a, as maybe, a goof maybe. at the end. Although packs of Veranine roam the eastern edges of the Black Riage, sure, they are also sometimes encountered as subdued and trained guard animals in one or two northern kingdoms of the Steadfast. Veranine are somewhat related to herd beasts called anine, but where anine have tiny forelimbs and small claws that are nearly vestigial, veranine sport boneless but muscular arms with toothed ends that secrete digestive acid. Yuck. So they just got, like... Noodle arms. They got gastrointestinal arm meat. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, their motive, like many, many things in this book, is hungers for flesh. Classic. They uh, prefer temperate plains and hills, and they roam in small packs. Occasionally, like mentioned before, they can be found as trained guard creatures. Uh, they thick, they chonky, they have, uh, they can run and jump and are relatively balanced as well with those thunder thighs. Oh man, the me thighs. They got a, well, they got a good, got a good base, you know? Yeah. You can't knock this Veranine over that, with a pail of water. That that center of gravity. Veranine can kick and bite, but they rely mostly on their acidic tendrils. A Veranine can attack two targets with its two tendrils as a single action, inflicting uh, damage from both the toothed ends and the acid. Packs of th- oh god no! Packs of three or more Veranine can act in concert to bring down much more dangerous prey that's as least as large as a human. Three Veranine working together can attack as a single level seven creature, inflicting uh, almost double damage um, compared to working together, uh, working on their own. G Willikers, yeah. In some places, Veranine are used as guard creatures that can blend well into uh, a herd of anine from a distance, at least until they rear up and display their tendrils. Gross. Yeah. In merchant caravans, a single Veranine can be the difference between reaching a distant destination or not. Though prized, they startle easily, and trainers who work with these creatures put their lives in jeopardy. ruh 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 Oh, no. So, yeah, these, these guys are... Um, Apparently, like, have the the capacity to be maybe a little docile, mm-hmm. maybe a little friendly, even. Well, that's good, because they, well, so you said that they can kick, and so my brain is going to, like, uh, you know, the, it's the, the big football game, okay? <laughs> okay. Just, 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 just stick with me here. I'm here. All right. It's the big football game. Okay, and it, it, it's a tie. It's a tie game, a tie match. Okay. I don't play. I don't know football that well. Between the Black Riage Veranine and the Steadfast Ravage Bears. Yes, and we're at the you know the, the end of the game, and yeah. uh, uh 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 you know it's all tied, and it comes down to like one goal kick, and they're like bringing out our star kicker Vic. Veranine! And this thick motherfucker comes like and they you know they set up the, the, the they set up the play 
and, and he's just sort of hanging back, and the guy's like waiting to get the ball from the QB to like you know do the yeah. thing, the, do the, the when you put the finger on the top and then they kick it. Yeah, and, he, and he's like, please don't kick my head off, please don't kick my head off, please don't kick my head off. <laughs> and then the ball snapped, and this motherfucker just and just right between the posts, baby, home run, home run, grand slam, and ever, the crowd goes fucking wild, just. Reich. You got it. That's bubbling. Yeah, 40 love and um, birdie. <laughs> Deuce. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, then they win. Um, that's the I think the the end of my, the moral of the story is that yeah you put a put a Ver, Vic Vernine on your on your on your your team. Mm-hmm. Vernine on your team. And then they either kick the ball into the stratosphere or they kick it through someone. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that that's the thing is that you bring Vic out and he kicks it so hard. It goes through the post. You get the, the you know the, the the point for it, but mm-hmm. then it travels somehow all the way to the rival school that you're playing against <laughs> and just fucking crashes through the principal's window. Every time. Vic Veranin once kicked a ball so hard, his mom died. <laughs> Fuck you. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, no. Are you talking about Vic? Oh, what a fucking hero, though. Legendary Vic. Yeah, I fucking love Vic. Vic rules. Do you think, like, jumping away from this excellent football bit that we've started... Uh, do you think like, like, like guard creatures? Sure, they scary. They got acid fingers, but like, what about like mounts? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're away from the acid fingers, so you should be fine. Yeah, they're like they're They've like got a nice sturdy top, you know. It's like riding a chocobo. Yeah, or like the those things the Gungans rode in Star Wars Episode One. You don't know sure. that reference, but sure don't. They're big meaty dinosaurs. 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 Do you think... I hate to ask, Zach. Okay. Ask me anyway. They're good eats. I don't... Maybe. I feel like there's a lot of gristle. Yeah, you can't have like you know like a chicken wing because that that that's just gonna be full of digestive acids. Nah, no, 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 no. Uh, so you don't want that. Yeah, it's probably it's probably like a, a, a lot of yeah a lot of cartilage. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, a lot of like just. The stuff, the stuff that you would cut off. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just like the, like the, the, the weird munchy fat that like isn't good. But like the legs, though, maybe. Ooh, the legs, though, maybe. Do I talk about eating creatures too? You much? talk about uh, most creatures. We we talk about. You ask if they're good eats. But is that too much? We'll I know them. we're in the business of of selling these so that they can find good homes, yeah. loving loving um, caretakers and providers and and moms and dads and parents. But do I talk about eating them too much? Well, well why don't we let our listeners decide? Okay. If Griffin talks about eating creatures too much, just you know, get tweet at him. Press one now. Let him know. Boop. If do you think Griffin could talk about eating creatures more? Press two. Yeah, tweet him a uh, tweet at him a one or a two. Mm-hmm. If you think Zach Robb is handsome, let him know. Oh, thanks, man. But yeah. If you don't, I'll find you. <laughs> Run. 
that's been my new bit uh working at the institute whenever i'm checking in like groups with like young ones in them mm-hmm. uh when i'm going over like the rules and stuff i'll be like we have a speed limit of three miles per hour so please walk don't run if you do i'll find you <laughs> are you haunting children no i just threaten them warmly a warm threat it gets it gets more like I get laughs from adults, which is really the important part. And then, there you go. Yeah. Until you get the the one parent who's like, oh, "How dare you?" Yeah, but well, like, oh, what are you gonna do? What are they gonna do? Fire you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> I got I got I think I got one more bit in the tank visa viverani. Okay, hit me with it right now. Three, two, one, go. Uh, instead of acid, what about a soda fountain? Oh yes. my god! Oh, I don't drink soda. <laughs> Um, right. So I wouldn't be super interested, but like, what about a, what about slushies? How do you feel about slushies? I mean, like I, I enjoy slushies. I don't like, see, I've, I've got a problem with slushies. Oh, in that like, you know, like when you get towards the bottom, like, they, like, they, like they're more work than like they're worth because <laughs> you have to <laughs> yes. like sit there and keep moving the straw and cause yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. Um, barista verenine. Ooh, just coffee. But like, like you know, the different tendrils could be coffee or your creamer or your like different syrups. Each of the tendrils is a different beer tap. Ooh, also very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- look, I wouldn't be surprised. The Ninth World has some crazy ass shit, and I would not be yeah. surprised that someone just decided to put like some kegs into a ver- uh, into a veronine, and and it's so it just it's just seeping beer. I feel like you could do a little bit of corrective surgery and, like, you know, tie off the tubes and prevent them from doing, like, digestive acid. And instead, just, like, you know, put a keg on its back, like a backpack, and, you know, run uh, run a tap th- through there instead. All, I, all I'm imagining is for some reason you like walking around with, like, one of these, like, tubes in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Mmm, <laughs> that's some good mm. beer. Uh, hey man, can I get a sip? It's like, yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, dude, just 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 grab a tendril, baby. (laughs) Where's the keg? Oh, you don't want to (laughs) know. Oh no, is that inside your pet? Yeah, yeah, it's got a handy. The fuck is wrong with you? That's the ninth world, baby. A lot, a lot. (laughs) As you continue to suck on this thing's finger for beer. (laughs) God. Anyway, Viranine. Veronine. Uh I actually like these guys a lot. I think they're pretty cool. Um we've got a we've got a BOGO sale going on right now for Veronines. Uh buy one, get one. They're pretty good pals. That's what BOGO means. Which means you pay for one and you get one. <laughs> yeah, you That's buy what BOGO you, means. you buy one and so you, you get buy one and, and so you, you get, get one. one. Yeah, because you bought it. Duh. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. We we're gonna get we're really gonna get our asses handed to us in litigations over that. Yeah, we? probably. <laughs> that's okay. Let's distract the people with an ad break, shall we? Hit it. Are you looking for work in a calm, relaxing environment? Do you have a fondness? for artisanal teas and comfort. Do you consider yourself undead? Well, Spirituality would like you to join our family. Spirituality, a second chance employment tea house for the undead, 
is a place for those having difficulty adjusting to their new sense of unlife. We understand that dying is hard, and readjusting after the fact can be even harder. Employment at spirituality is a way for those troubled souls and shambling bodies to begin reintegrating into a living society. Spirituality is 100% undead owned and operated. A majority of our tea leaves are locally sourced from graveyards, cemeteries, and small businesses, and the blends are assembled in-house by expert sommeliers. Every cup, dish, pot, and platter is also made with love by the hands of the unliving. Don't have a corporeal form anymore? That's all right. We have a number of service and accounting positions that would benefit from your ghostly presence. We offer fair and competitive wages, but spirituality does not have a comprehensive benefits package because, let's face it, we don't need it anymore. Go to PetShopCast.com to see if there's a spirituality in your area. Come join the family of the unique up-and-coming tea house that Timeless Magazine calls a horrid and inviting place for brunch. Spirituality. No life, no worries. So we have been told by our um, legal team that we cannot um, miss represent the meaning of buy one get one um so Mm. if we were to use that it would in fact have to be um buy one get one free Mm -hmm. it'd be a bogoff a bogoff i mean we could uh, we could also do a bogoff i i was trying to do buy one get one 50 percent off so Uh, bogoff poo bogoff poo yeah, yeah. Uh, Bogofpo. Bogofpo. I got. It. But yeah, thank you to our thank you to our legal team. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Thank, thank you, you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you, Amethyst. We appreciate you all. You guys do. You, y'all do a great job. You do. You do. You keep our asses out of hot water. We appreciate you. Um, we appreciate you, Mr. G. Appreciates you. Yeah. No, it's just you know that the, the legal things cut down on the bit time, and it's just like. Like we're not mad at you. We're just like no. You're doing your you're doing your job. We're not mad at you. We're not mad at you. We, we really appreciate you. It's just we had it. We we did have a good bit going, and this kind of spoils the bit. But you know it, that that's show business, I guess. Your Christmas checks should, should clear any day now. Of course, yeah. It's June. Um. Anyway, so next we've got the Jibril. Jibril, G J Y B R I L, Jibril. Yeah, how how hard do you want to hit that B? Because it's either Jibril or Jibril. Jibril. I like Jibril. The Jibril right. is a sea predator that routinely uh, routinely reaches about sixteen feet in length, whose, whose flesh is infused with nano machines that give it a truly <laughs> unfair advantage over its prey. Well, <laughs> well this got cheat codes. That will get there in a moment. So this thing, like, uh, uh, it is like a like a worm shark. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, so think like so like I, I was just describing this beforehand. Take like a hammerhead. You know, it's got, like, the long head. But instead, like, turn mm-hmm. that vertical. Turn it 90. And make it shape more like a crescent moon. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the big motherfucker flying thing in a, a James Cameron's Avatar. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Had like, the, had, like, the five wings or whatever thing was big. Uh-huh. Um, but it's got this big crescent moon head. 
It's got, I'm assuming, six eyes. We only see the one side, but that side has three eyes on it. Unless it's like a flounder. But I think this thing's got six eyes. Awesome. So it's got six eyes. It's got just a big old fucking maw there. Mm-hmm. Like this thing's head, like its mouth goes all the way back to like the neck. So I'm, I'm a su- big fan of creatures that are defined primarily by their mouth. Yeah, I think it's got a big ass mouth. Um, but then you know, it's got the classic dorsal fin. It's got some big like like it, it's kind of like a ble- like was it a plesiosaur like the like what people yeah. think, think like the Loch Ness monster is. It's kind of got that it, set up of like the two front big fins. I'm assuming it's used you know for for the powerful swimming. Uh-huh. Um, and it's got a couple other like shorter fins along the side of like the long tail. It kind of do be a Nessie though. It's kind of got that Nessie pod, but with a big. Oh, it's kind of a Nessie. It's one. It's kind of a Nessie one, uh, but it's got that big dorsal fin. Uh, all right, I want to read about this. These nano machines, these yeah. shark-like creatures with their massive mouths and complex eyes, are feared by land dwellers who go out to sea and uh, go out to sea and by intelligent creatures of the deep who sometimes call them jaw tails. Oh, yeah! If you look at its like head mouth, it looks like oh like yeah, a whale tail. It looks like a whale tail, but backwards, or like a dolphin tail. That but makes it's the, it, but it's the front. But it's the front of it. Jabril's eat anything, including humans, slimes, other predators of the deep, automatons, and other Jabril's. No one is safe! Thanks to the nanomachines that infest Jabril flesh, these creatures can digest anything and everything. Tight, tight, tight. Hungers for flesh, in parentheses, or anything. He's <laughs> just a hungry boy. Uh, environment, almost anywhere underwater, hunting alone or in pairs. Cool. Uh... Wow, its movement is fun. It says that it, it, its movement is long when swimming, can jet 500 feet through water once per minute. Wow. So this thing can move real fucking fast. Yeah. In combat, a Jabril can jet through the water at incredible speed for short bursts, which it does when attacking prey, especially prey that doesn't yet know it is being stalked. When using Jesus. this jet attack, a Jabril inflicts two additional points of damage. A Jabril can make a jet attack once every minute. Fucking hell. The nanomachines infusing Jabril's bodies provide the following additional benefits. Plus five armor against poison, venoms, or toxin. Cool. It regains two points of health each round. Oh. <laughs> if the Jabril does nothing other than drift uh, with the current... The difficulty of its stealth task decreases by four steps until it's moved uh, until it oh moves or attacks. Oh my god! I don't understand okay. that, but I'm assuming it means it's very stealthy. That basically, as far as I remember, like a difficulty six in in cipher is like you've got to roll like an eighteen or higher on a die. Yeah. So dropping it down by in like every step is is in intervals of three or something like that. Oh. Okay. So it's basically like I th- equivalent in D and D something like that is it's got like a plus twelve stealth. Gotcha. Or like something a, like to that effect. Or like a DC eight. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. It passes something like an that. eight, it's fine. But right. it's already got a crazy like it can't not pass. Uh and once per hour, usually in conjunction with its first attack, it can release a pulse of energy that suppresses the active effects of ciphers and artifacts of the Jabril's level or less for one round. <laughs> Its interaction is is short and sweet. Jabril's are predators and act that way. 
(laughs) (laughs) This thing has one job. And that is kill stuff. Uh, Uh, The the use of PCs are hired by a nano to return with a living Jabril so the nanomachines within its flesh can be studied. Good luck, idiots. Oh, yeah, very much. Almost anything can be found in Jabril's stomach, and a dead beast usually gives up uh, 1d6 shins, one or two ciphers, and sometimes an artifact. I mean, it's got it's got a, it's got some stuff in that belly. I mean, these things are like uh, like the 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 biggest practical use I can think of is is similar to like an OTUG, and like it could just mm-hmm. be used for like waste disposal, you know? Like yeah, you know, below a city, like you've got a shit ton of like shoots that go into like a big fucking Jabril tank, mm-hmm. and it just clean the oceans. And, yeah, clean the oceans of all the rubbish. Or, you know, like a, a small town, you know, like all everyone's garbage just you know, goes into a big tank and it's just eaten by Jabril's. And they're fucking yeah. fine with it. Yeah. Because they're being fed. And they, and they eat almost anything. Yeah. You'd have to keep them each in like their own separate oh, tank, they would eat, they Oh, they would eat each other, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they would have to be, yeah, you know, like districts, like each district has like a big, big ass Jabril tank. Mm-hmm, you know, sometimes you, you got to throw in some like live stuff in, you know, let them hunt or else they'll go, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get like a bad Jurassic Park sort of, um, situation happening. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't deny them their base instincts, uh, but they're going to have a plenty, uh, like a plentiful amount of food. You know what I mean? I think so. And, um, fuck yeah. I want to do something with that that jet ability, um, like like um, Jabril Olympics. Jabril Olympics. J- <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. No. They uh, who who can do the Ooh. the mile swim the fastest, or like they start at like the bottom underneath the pool. And jet to the surface and see how high they can jump out. Of Ooh, at, like how long they can breach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah breaching yeah. contest. Jabril Phelps takes it every year, though. So, <laughs> Jafil, Phelps. Yes. Oh uh, no, not Jafil. Oh man, Jafil Phelps is here. Fuck, dude. Fuck. Man, we're gonna lose. He's not just going to eat us. I heard he was going to retire. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Bullshit for this bull shark guy. I love the tail. The tail is very uh, cool. It's the tail head. Yeah. The tail I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, if Scott it just looks like a big like a whale like a big shark tail. It reminds me of Creed. Do, do you ever play Spore? A little. Did you ever fuck around in Spore and put, like, the mouth on the butt of the creature? Oh, all the time. Yeah. This reminds, it makes me think of that, of putting, like, someone, so whoever, whoever, whatever earthly, whatever, you know, designer created these things, it was just like, what if we put the mouth on the butt? <laughs> and then they turned that into a whole concept for a creature. Could you imagine if it actually, like, went the other direction? Like the noodle, That's what like, I'm saying. Like the noodle like, tail was, in fact, the front of it. <laughs> That'd be so good. It would, like, I know it's not that way based on, like, the way the fins are pointed. Yeah. It would move like, um, you know, like, like the uh, uh, illithid ship, you know, like the nautiloid, where it's like the big, like, curly shell, mm-hmm. and it's got the tentacles that just sort of, like, pull yeah. it through space. But, like, if it's got its mouth closed, it kind of would look like that. Yeah. Just like a tail, it's got just got two tails. It's, got it's two- like a cat dog situation. Well, it would it would look like a big ass, like a Nessie. 
You put that tail up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen the theory that uh, all Nessie sightings are in fact just big whale dicks? No. Yeah. So that what a whale is swimming like turn turtle down, and 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 his, and his, and his wiener's just sort of up <laughs> and curled. Um. Are there whales in that lake? I, at least, I, I, maybe. I have maybe no one. Maybe one. Every Nessie sighting is the same whale cock it's, every time. It's just one whale. His name's like Chad. He's like, <laughs> people are going to think I'm a fucking I'm a fucking cryptid. Let's go. Guys, I'm a legend. I got the best idea. People come from all over the world just to see my dick. <laughs> it's on t-shirts. <laughs> nice. Nice. Nessie dick. The Nessie dick, baby. This thing, this thing got a dick? I mean, like, Maybe. I don't know. If it's got robots inside of it, like, maybe it don't need a dick. Maybe. Did the robots, did the robots... Or do some of the, do, th- do the robots go with the, with the sperm as it... Well, that's what I'm saying. It seems like that the nanomachines are intrinsic to the creature. Yeah. So, yes? Yeah, I, like, you, one would assume... It doesn't seem like that these creatures were just out and about minding their own business and that a bunch of nanomachines found them and, and they they teamed up or, together we can rule the city spider yeah, man. Or in like the, the the process of rearing the nanobots are like, Ooh, there's a new one. Gonna come Ooh. gonna cut it's gonna slide over here for a moment. And then it uploads the bots to its kid. Mm-hmm. Opens yeah. up a new uh, boot kit. Yeah, no, it flash drives them over. Yeah, yeah, it's got. It's, you don't know it, but there's a USB port in its gills. That's <laughs> <laughs> in the ninth world, everything just has random USB. Everything's ports got on. got at least one what one USB and one micro SD port. Strangely mm-hmm. enough, every other Jabril uh, is HDMI compatible. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, it's like you know the kid. The kid's getting its first like code inserted into it it's like downloading mouth yuck <laughs> downloading eyes Blank. downloading nessie dick <laughs> downloading uh. death metal soundtrack <laughs> that's about all the foley i can do for you man i'm okay with that awesome. that's acceptable cool 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 yeah so that's jabril's they're pretty cool i'm a, i'm a fan i'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan I'm about it. Whoa, I just went the wrong way. Man, there's some shit in this book. Yeah, man, this book is uh, is weird, but I love it. I don't think we've mentioned it expressly. We're in the Creaturey 2. Creaturey 2, for, yeah, at the Numenera Creaturey 2. Check it out. Yeah. And by Creaturey, we, of course, mean bestiary. We just call it something else. Because, because we're... Because that's, that's what we, we are. Oh, you mean I could have been talking about this cool armored bird? And oh, I didn't it, pick it, that is one? Is it like the, the, the Celis... Yeah, yeah, no, I saw that on the way and went. Fuck, that thing is cool. Ah, well, save it for next got... time. Save it for next time. Save it for next time. Yeah, instead we got Quovers. Yeah, I don't know what you were thinking when you picked this thing, man. It's a dog. It's kind of a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's a puppy. Sorta. It's a puppy with the void of space in its eyes. Eternity. You know I love space. I, I know you do love space. Quovers, they look, yeah, they're, they're, okay, they're, they're quadrupedal, they're canine-esque, 
in the sense they've got four legs, a tail. They kind of got a like a long, a long-ish neck. Yeah, like not you know not giraffe length, but like greyhound long. length. Yeah, you know greyhounds got that long neck. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of got- brown fur on top, like tan fur underneath. It's got these sort of almost metallic looking kind of ridges techno going along its spines. Back. Some techno spines and some like blue curved stripes starting at the head going down its back as well under the techno spines. Its head is troubling. Is troubling to say the least. Yeah. Just a weird It's bit. got it almost looks like you're just seeing its bare skull. Kinda. Um, yeah, you know, like, like the, the like the alien, like you know, like the alien hierarchy. You have the grays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like if like this, like a gray skull. Yeah, it's got really big. I'm not gonna say eyes, just eye holes. Yes, and it looks like the cosmos are reflected in its eye holes. Yep. And then it's got a weird like nose slit. And um, mm-hmm. a little tiny, a little tiny jaw mouth. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, let's read, shall we? Yes. Elusive because they hide in plain sight. Creatures called the Quover transferred their consciousness. Oh, cool! Into fox-like creatures about six feet in length. That was ages ago. Since then, they've explored the wide lands, running and exulting in mere existence, unrestrained from responsibility. Most Quover never interfere with other creatures unless it's to defend themselves or allies they've made. A few sometimes learn things that they wish to pass on. When this happens, Quover open their eyes especially wide, which then appear as great voids of space filled with distant stars. To speak with others, a Quover must mentally inhabit a host creature for a time and speak using whatever method the host normally uses. Hmm. Oh, no. Yuck. So let's recap. There were there there elder beings, or at least like 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 maybe these were eighth world beings mm-hmm. that transferred their consciousness into animal, mm-hmm. and are just like tight. It's the whole thing of like, man, me Griffin. I wish I could be just a lizard sunning mm. myself on a rock. Yeah, I'd be so free of responsibility. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't have to worry about anything. I'm a lizard. I get, yeah, it's like it's like when your um your your uh, 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 abjuration wizard uh, would turn into a cat to ignore his trauma. Yeah, I would polymorph into a kitty cat so I can go from my twenty intelligence to a two intelligence kitties and just kind of chill the fuck out a little bit. But they did that, and they're just kind of like ah tight. Let's go. Let's run. Let's eat. And then occasionally they're like, ooh, calculus. And then they can like, I can teach you calculus. I just have to schlorp into your brain for a second. Look into my space eyes. Look into my space eyes. You will find. Do you think it's a fair assessment? Yeah. Cool. Well, is it that or is it more, I'm going to jump into your buddy and I'm going to teach you calculus. I mean, either or. I guess that's fair. Yeah. I guess, yeah, if I were to teach, if I'm the Quover and I'm trying to teach you calculus, I would, like, schlorp into, uh, into like, your wife. No, leave Nikki out of this. Okay. <laughs> Their motives are both defense and discovery, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 
Uh, their environment is almost anywhere, alone or in flocks of three to five. Uh, their, their movement is considered long, so they're pretty quick. Uh, they have a good speed defense due to their size and quickness, and uh, are pretty smart as well with their knowledge skills. A clover can deliver a pulse of psychic energy to scramble the thoughts of one creature within short range. A target that fails an intellect defense task takes five points of intellect damage, ignoring their armor. Which, um, from what I understand about Cypher, is a fair amount of damage. Yeah. Um, like, big weapons deal three damage. Yikes. Alternatively, a Quover can use a Psychic Pulse to temporarily transfer its own mind into a target that fails an intellect defense task. For a period of time up to one minute, or until the target whose consciousness is submerged can regain control with a successful intellect-based task, the Quover controls the target creature while its own body stands silently by with its eyes closed. A Quover-inhabited creature might try to negotiate with others, or simply run the host creature off a cliff, or into some other dangerous situation, if nothing else seems to do. <laughs> it's just that classic dominate person move of... Hey, go jump off that cliff. Yep. Okay, you got it, boss. Ah! No. An Aeon priest named... I would say, I would say Eels. <laughs> this motherfucker's name is Eels. An Aeon priest named Eels suggests that the Quover are all that remains of a previous world's sentient masters who, quote-unquote, ascended to a higher or at least different state. That kind of lines up with the theory that I was talking about. There you go. Oh, look at that. Look at me. Look at me being a smarty. Fuck yeah. So, we've done that thing again where it's like, these are basically people. These are folks, yeah. So we can't, we, we, have, no, we have no transactional dealings with Quovers. I mean, Quovers, if you want to come and get some stuff. Yeah, like Quovers, if you're looking, if you're looking for your own pets or like maybe some part-time employment... Like, let's talk. Yeah. But, like, folks out there who, like, want to hang out with a Quover, like, maybe we can do, like, a, we can, like, arrange, like, a meet and greet, but that's about the as much as, like, I'm comfortable doing. And, like, I'm getting eyes from our legal team again. Like, that's all I'm allowed to do. Yes. Wink. No. No wink. No wink. 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 <laughs> no. No wink. <laughs> okay. Legally, no wink, but comedically, wink. God. They seem nice, though, for the most part. They seem nice. I picked them largely because they look like doggies. Um, that and, like, the last couple creatures I've picked in, in Ninth World uh, have some sort of weird element to them that I was not prepared for because I don't read ahead. Yeah, no. Why would and we I was do hoping that? that they would. Why would we do that? And I was hoping that they would have something fun, and I was right. You were right. They're pretty cool. They can jump into your brain and teach you calculus. Yeah, uh, one of the uses were saying that a, a dying quover jumps into a PC's brain while they're sleeping. Oh. It hasn't tried to take direct control yet, yet, but it subtly tries to direct the player character into locating a suitable replacement body for it. Oh. So what do you think these homies were like before they jumped into these quadrupedal fox-like dogs? They're just like a bunch of bros. Like a bunch of bros. Yeah, like one day, like they were like you know, like they they were ha like doing some edibles, and mm -hmm. the one of them was like, "Hey, 
So, like, what if we, what if we were all dogs? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, dude, it's the equivalent of like we should totally buy a bar. Yeah, yeah, but we should totally all be dogs. And then they all made themselves dogs and went, ah, oh, all right, well, this isn't so bad. Cool, we're fine. Cool. I don't have to do taxes anymore. <laughs> it's fair. Who's going to tax yeah. a dog? I'm a dog. <laughs> I'm Dogs not going to pay, pay taxes. taxes. Uh, hey, guy, I'm a dog. So. <laughs> I think they were like bros, but also like ancient Greek philosophers. Oh, nice. But like with a modern day understanding of philosophy. Because it's like the, like the, we have the present argument and like there's games and stories that have done this of like, you know, uploading your consciousness into like a hard drive. Yes. Um, I feel like they just did the equivalent of that. Yeah, definitely. They just uploaded their consciousness into a dog. <laughs> into a pop with a skull face. With a skull face and space eyes. Skull- Hi, I'm skull face, space eyes. <laughs> Hi, Welcome skull to- face. Welcome to my welcome to my show. Uh, I pl- I play New Wave. Oh shit! Are you you gonna go see Skullface Space Eyes? Dude, I heard Skullface Space Eyes plays a secret show every other Friday on the third week of the fourth month of every other year. You got one person who's like, oh fuck! You see, you're all talking about Skullface Space Eyes now, but I was into Skullface Space Eyes back when they opened for Laser Floyd. Years ago, Skullface Space Eyes didn't even get good until their third album. (laughs) Look into my space eyes. (laughs) Good God! And you'll parentheses, and I'll show you the world. And I'll show you the world. Parentheses again, not the song from Aladdin. Parentheses, double parentheses. It's a lot of parentheses. And like all the parentheses are like it's the word parentheses spelled out. Oh like shit! So, you got it's that? So yeah, it's got that 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 pop punk long uh, mm. song title name, but it's different because it's just spelling out parentheses. What's your favorite skull skullface space eyes song? Mine? Oh shit! Yeah. I'm all about. Hey, look over there! Just kidding! It's the abyss. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite Skullface Space Eyes song? My favorite Skullface Space Eyes song is if you were thinking yes or no, think again, again, again. Uh, you no, know, that one's good. I always just felt like on Tuesday people like to jump around, but on Wednesday they all go back to their nine to five. Has a little more mm. gravitas. That's pretty good. That's that there there is a certain certain amount of gravitas in that song. Yeah. Um my like it's like one of the it's like one of their earlier hits. Um but uh turn around and face me like you mean it, or else I'll run you off a cliff. Like it's got some there's there's it's like it's like there's a, some it's stink like a slower, on it. Yeah. It's like a slower song. Yeah. But, Look, I, but but I think we can both agree here, okay? Mm-hmm. The the best bop that Skullface mm-hmm. Space Eyes has mm-hmm. is I went to the pet store and I bought a chinchilla, but then I took it back and brought my aunt home. 
Are you fucking kidding me? It's absolutely techno spines right side up, upside down, and third door on the left. Fuck, I, you're just wrong, man. I don't know. I don't. No, no, no. no. We can't. Like, like, like. I can't. I can't fight you on this. Like, I'm. I. This is. The, it's. This. It was the formative song for me in my teenage years. Okay. You're wrong, but I'll take. I'll. I'll. You know. I'll look, I've got. A ta- I've got the tattoos. Like I'm just saying. Just because you got a tattoo doesn't make it right. But anyway, we're. Let's I'm. Just, I'm telling you my commitment to my my skull face space eyes like fan song. Okay. Songs. Okay. Okay. I don't need you to like. Ex- I don't need you to be, uh, accept it. I just need you to understand. I I understand you. I feel differently, and I need you to mm. understand that. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think we can make this work. Okay. Handshake. Beautiful. Well, folks, I think that's uh, I think that's about it for this episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Am I right? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as per usual, uh, if you got any cool uh, cool monsters, any uh, uh, questions that you have for us, um, hit us up on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. We love to. Uh, Dedicate entire episodes to uh, fan questions, letters, uh, uh, inquiries, recommendations. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hit us up. We love you all. It's true. And if you enjoy our show, uh, please check out the other shows on the Ghost Light Media Network. They're all lovely, and there's just a big batch of fantastic people who put a lot of work into making them good for you to listen to with your ears. Most stuff. Uh, everything else, Griff will go over in the outro. So, uh, other than that, I, 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 we love you. Thank you for listening to another episode. I have been Zach. I've been Griffin, and just remember, at the end of the day, it is all about love, baby. But also, go listen to Skullface Space Eyes. <laughs> they have fucking bops, baby. Such a jam. Thank you all for listening to episode 68 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghost Light Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghost Light Media shows and all of the fantastic people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Duval, Brayden, and Kim for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Nicole Voice on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, oh my god, are you guys as hyped for the next episode as I am? Because, like, (laughs) nice. Alright, bye. This is a Ghost Like Media production.